the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Peace be with you. And to those of you joining us on the stream, welcome to this Mass from Sacred Heart Cathedral this morning, the Feast of the Holy Trinity. Also the day when in parishes around the diocese we are beginning to return to the celebration of Sunday Mass, for some people at least, limited numbers. But uh, these things give us encouragement that we will be able to come together in our communities again more fully as the time passes. So to begin, as always, we place ourselves in the presence of God, acknowledging uh, our need of God's grace and mercy day by day, we turn to the God of mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sin, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen.
us pray. God our Father, who by sending into the world the word of truth and the spirit of sanctification made known to the human race your wondrous mystery. Grant, we pray, that in professing the true faith we may acknowledge the trinity of eternal glory and adore your unity, powerful in majesty. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. I'm reading from the book of Exodus. With the two tablets of stone in his hands, Moses went up to the mountain of Sinai in the early morning, as the Lord had commanded him. And the Lord descended in the form of a cloud, and Moses stood there with him. He called on the name of the Lord. The Lord passed before him and proclaimed, Lord, Lord, a God of tenderness and compassion, slow to anger, rich in kindness and faithfulness. And Moses bowed down to the ground at once and worshipped. If I have indeed won your honour, Lord, he said, let my Lord come with us, I beg. True, they are a headstrong people, but forgive us our faults and our sins and adopt us as your heritage. The word of the Lord.
A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers, we wish you happiness. Try to grow perfect. Help one another. Be united. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace will be with you. Greet one another with the holy kiss. All the saints send you greetings. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. The word of the Lord. be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to Nicodemus, God loved the world so much that he gave his only son, so that everyone who believes in him may not be lost, but may have eternal life. For God sent his son into the world, not to condemn the world, so that through him the world might be saved. No one who believes in him will be condemned. But whoever refuses to believe is condemned already, because he has refused to believe in the name of God's only Son. The Gospel of the Lord. very apt, very fitting that we are resuming Mass with congregations in our churches on this feast of the Most Holy Trinity because this feast reminds us that at the very heart of reality in the divine nature of the God who created and sustains everything there is community, there is relationship there is a three persons in one uh, reality at the heart of everything that we see and live among in the life of God himself, the mystery of the Holy Trinity. And yet possibly I just lost you all by using that word, mystery, 
which for too many people means a problem, a, a thing, a conundrum that can't be solved and really not worth thinking about. Yes, I believe it, but I don't have a clue what, it's all, what it all means, three in one and so on. Uh, that's a great shame uh, because the Trinity is a Christian belief that's as far as possibly can, you can get from being an abstract kind of conundrum that someone thought up, you know? The Holy Trinity, we believe in the Trinity only because of the experience in life of believers. The disciples, of course, were, were all good Jews. They knew there is one God. And yet they found themselves in their experience of Jesus of Nazareth, the man that they traveled with for these three years or whatever it was, they found themselves saying, God has been with us. You know, St. Thomas, my Lord and my God. They recognized Christ as Emmanuel, God with us. And there was a real problem. How do you understand that? That God is the great creator of the world and yet God is Jesus. And then of course they also found Jesus having risen and ascended. They then found themselves in the presence of God in the spirit that moved in their hearts. They, they experienced in, in themselves the great change and in their community the life and the power of the spirit that was among them. And they found themselves driven to saying, this is God with us. Well, over a couple of hundred years, they figured out, you know, a, a formula. We have one God, certainly, but we have three persons. We have the Father, the Creator, Jesus, who is God, the Son of God, and the Spirit, who is God living within us. These things were not sort of you know, theologians' playthings that, uh, you know, fourth century figured out, here's a, here's a really complicated thing we can ask people to believe. This was putting words on what they'd experienced in themselves. The God who communicated with them, but in these three ways, the, the God they found in creation, the God they, they knew was the source of life, the God they met in human form in Jesus Christ and the God that they met within themselves and their community as the living spirit of God, Jesus. So if there's ever been a, a belief drawn out of human experience, it is our belief in the Trinity. But this tells us several things. I think, first of all, our feast of the Trinity is a great pointer to a, a kind of, a, you know, a, a spirituality for Christians. A, a check on our spirituality, if you like. Because to some extent, we, we pick and choose at times. There are those people who are very happy with God the Creator, the, the lawmaker, the, you know, way up there, whom we must obey. And if we keep all the rules he's made, you know, we'll be fine. Um, not so happy with the Jesus that 
we find in the gospel who hung around with sinners, who was the face of compassion and so on, you know. Give us the rules and we'll do what we're told by the great God. Then, of course, there are those who kind of whose focus is on Jesus as a, as a brother and as an example for, for human life. And that's good, that's true, but sometimes it all gets a bit too matey, you know. <laughs> Jesus, my friend. Um, we have to sustain within ourselves some of the awe of the, the, the great God, the creator, the sustainer of everything that is, you know, and not get, not get just a little bit too offhand about me and Jesus, you know, the great team together. And then finally, of course, we are, I think, many believers uh, quite sort of content in a way with believing in a God in heaven, makes the rules, sustains everything. We're reasonably happy with Jesus, who is an example to us of how to live and the, the Savior sent to us 2,000 years ago and so on. Many are not so well in touch with the Spirit of God that is God present to us and in us now. The God to whom we must listen day by day as he speaks within our hearts, guides us in very practical senses. So our belief in the Trinity is on one level a, uh, a road map to getting our faith and our spirituality, as they say, as Christians, you know, kind of balanced and, and, and right and acknowledging all the ways that God has chosen to communicate with us, to show his personality, his, you know, to, to, to reveal to us the nature of God. And so our Feast of the Trinity, drawn out of the long experience of believers, calls us to acknowledge the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit and to relate to all of them, <laughs> all of them who are one, of course, but to relate to God as the God present within us, as the God who was in Jesus Christ showing us the real face of God and as the God we see in creation and in life and power. Also, I think, our belief in the Trinity tells us something about our mission as Christians. We know we are to go out into all the world and make disciples and so on, St. Matthew's Gospel. But it's not simply a matter of getting people to maybe believe certain things and live in certain ways, and that's what Christianity is. Now, our mission as believers, as disciples, as apostles, as people sent into the world by our baptism, is to draw people into relationship with their God and with each other. You know, to have them understand that we are all brothers and sisters. We are part of the creation. We are all the offspring, if you like, of the creator. Of We call God the Father. To have them come to know Jesus Christ and to understand that um, 
we share that same humanity with him and with, with one another. That humanity that's so flawed and yet has been redeemed by Christ being present with us in our humanity. And it urges us to draw people into um, a communion with the Holy Spirit that lives within them. So we're not just asking people here, believe this, do this, that's what Christians do, you know. We're asking them to enter into that relationship with God, uh, Father, Son and Holy Spirit, and with our community that, you know, is again a, a coming together of, of, of persons in the body of Christ, as we say, in the one body, under the one creator, and with the one spirit that flows through us. So it is a, a wonderfully apt day for, you know, a beginning to come together again as God's people in worship, to pray to the Father, to have Christ present among us, to have the spirit open to us the word and the urge in our hearts to worship. It is a good day to be coming back together as we celebrate the God in whom, in the very nature of God, there is community, there is relationship, there is interaction, there is coming together as one. Let us then profess our faith together. This morning uh, we will move from the Easter Creed, the uh, Apostles' Creed that we've been saying over these past weeks, to the Nicene Creed, which um, has fuller expression in some ways of the Trinitarian faith, a bit more on each of the uh, persons whom we celebrate this morning as one God. So let us profess our faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father, through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven 
and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Now, friends, as God has been made known to us as a communion of infinite love, we, baptized into the mystery of Father, Son, and Spirit, now pray for all to be blessed with God's love. For the baptized faithful, that they may radiate the joy of the gospel and reveal the mystery of God to the world, we pray. For all who put their faith in the one true God, that they may be drawn more and more deeply into God's goodness and mercy. We pray. Lord, hear For those who struggle or refuse to believe in a loving God, that they may be moved to faith by the neighbourly love of believers. We pray. For all denied assistance in the National Coronavirus Relief Scheme, especially those on temporary visas, that policymakers will ensure their needs are met. We pray. Lord, for the recently deceased, and for those whose anniversary of death occurs around this time, may they be welcomed into the loving embrace of our triune God. We pray. <clears throat> For those intentions we hold close in our hearts. We pray. Lord, hear our prayer. And around the world as we celebrate this Mass of the Trinity this weekend, of course, there, the world is agitated about the injustices that uh, continue to be present in the lives of people of different races and so on. And I think we can join in that outpouring of the sense of the wrongness of this on our feast of Trinity and pray that all people may be acknowledged as children of the one God, brothers and sisters in the humanity taken by Jesus and all people in whom the Holy Spirit works and calls to goodness and to life. And so let us pray that uh, justice and fairness and human community may prevail. Lord, hear us. Lord, hear us. 
Holy God. By word and spirit, you revealed yourself to us as Abba, Father. Free us to walk always in the light of your love. We make our prayers through Christ our Lord. Amen.
So pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours will be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Sanctify by the invocation of your name, we pray, O Lord, this oblation of our service, and by it make us an eternal offering to you. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. And let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Father, almighty, eternal God. For the Lord Jesus, the King of glory, conqueror of sin and death, For with your only begotten Son and the Holy Spirit, you are one God, one Lord, not in the unity of a single person, but in a trinity of one substance. For what you have revealed to us of your glory, we believe equally of your Son and of the Holy Spirit so that in the confessing of the true and eternal Godhead, you might be adored in what is proper to each person, their unity in substance, and their equality in majesty. For this is praised by the angels and archangels, cherubim too and seraphim, who never cease to cry out each day, as with one voice they acclaim, are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, and by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy. 
and you never cease to gather a people to yourself so that from the rising of the sun to its setting a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you, by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become for us the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, on this day when we acknowledge the mystery of your Godhead, one God and three persons, and as we look forward to the second coming of Christ, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself. Grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, the apostles and martyrs, and all the saints on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and 
charity, your pilgrim church on earth, with your servant Francis, our Pope, me, your unworthy servant, and the bishops, the clergy, and the entire people you've gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you've summoned before you. And in your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters and all who were pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory. Through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. somewhere deep within us by the Spirit to cry out to God and taught by Christ to have confidence in God as Abba, a loving Father, uh, we pray as the Word of God, Jesus himself, has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant us peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Amen. And the peace of the Lord be with you always. And Let us offer each other some sign of peace. Peace to you.
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sin of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul will be healed.
May receiving this sacrament, O Lord, bring us health of body and soul. As we confess your eternal holy trinity and undivided unity. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. While the masses on Sunday are resuming in parishes, we're reminded that um, people are still being asked, well, we're limited to 50 people in any one church anyway, but those who are more vulnerable to the virus by reason of age or medical conditions are still being asked to stay away. Uh, for this and for other reasons, the Mass will continue uh, to be streamed from the cathedral here each Sunday morning uh, for the foreseeable future in any case. And so I hope to have the pleasure of your virtual company once again on Sunday mornings coming. And now let us ask the Lord's blessing. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Amen. Amen. May he make his face to shine on you and show you his mercy. Amen. Amen. May he turn his countenance to you and give you his peace. Amen. Amen. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, come upon you and remain with you forever. Amen. Amen. Now let us go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God.